Welcome to the St. Paul Lakeland podcast, where we connect you to the life and focus of our church here in Lakeland, Florida. Nick Moss, Director of Christian Education. We've got Ken Sherman here, Director of Music here at St. Paul. And we are in the Advent series. We talked about hope last week, or last time, and we're talking about peace this time. Peace. Peace. That's that, uh, it's that idea that we're getting into this morning is that peace is not just relief from conflict, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be something a little bit more than that for, for a biblical understanding of peace and what we're talking about here at Advent. So how do we prepare for this something more than just simple relief? Yeah. And we look at Genesis 1 and we look at God's creation, perfect, whole, peaceful. Yeah. Right. He looked at all he had made and he said, behold, it is very good. Right. And then it all got screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was this promise, right, that was made um, that he would send his Savior. He, mm-hmm. would, send, he would send a Savior. Um, and that's what we celebrate during this Advent season as we celebrate our Savior's birth at Christmas time. Yeah. But you remember right in that section where he talks about Jesus, he doesn't, he doesn't just promise the Savior's going to come, right? He says, I'm, he's talking to the serpent there. He says, I'm going to put enmity mm-hmm. between your, your seed and, or your children right. and the woman's children. Uh, yeah. you have to go, it's Genesis. It's three, three something. But so there's that whole, whole long time between uh, the garden of Eden where right. God said, behold, it's very good. And then the coming, the first coming of right. Jesus where he kind of creates this spiritual peace. So there's, yeah, it's the opposite of peace that comes into the world. Um, Chaos and um, discourse come into our world and humanity has to deal with that. Yeah. And we still deal with that today. True. So does that mean Jesus didn't bring peace? Ah, there you go. Well, how did Jesus bring peace into this world? Right. Well, you look at Isaiah. um, Isaiah 6 is a, a famous one read almost at every church services, probably at, at Christmas time. That um, for to us, a child is born to us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Yeah, it's who he is. It's in his nature. It's a part of Jesus, right? And Jesus brought peace into the world differently than a lot of people were expecting him to. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they, they were expect ex- him to be the conquering hero coming and delivering them from the Romans and setting up an earthly kingdom. Right. It's the, they were expecting a better David, better King David. Yeah. You know, that's right. And instead he brought peace, not of a political way, but he, but he brought peace in, um, into people that were, um, struggling. Yeah. And did not have peace. And he, and he preached that eventually there will be peace on earth and I am going to be that peace. Right. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of glimpse into what it looks like right now while I'm here on earth. Yeah. But it's not going to be complete until I come back the second time. Yeah. And that's what Advent is for us as New Testament Christians is what we talked about last podcast with the hope. We know it's going to happen. God's word is true. And because we have the gift of the Holy Spirit through our baptism, we get to be, Luther said, little Christs and be peace and be peacemakers, right? Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. And so we get to be about peace. 
Yeah, I love what you're pointing out there, that we are little Christs, that we we are in essence with him. And if he is peace, then there is some correlation and some call to live that out in our lives um, where, where it's not just avoiding conflict, not just not talking about politics at the family dinner table on Christmas or whatever that whatever that means for your family. Um, it's it's about creating something more, making things perfect and complete through the spiritual work of the Holy Spirit. And we were in and through us preparing for this. Ken and I watched. It's called um, the Bible Project, and you can Google that. It's got some amazing videos out there. And we watched the. There's an Advent series, which is I think worth a watch. And we watched the one on peace, and we thought it was interesting how they they talked about the the word peace and meaning to make things whole. Mm-hmm which was a new way for me to think about peace. Yeah. Because usually you think, in, at least in the Western culture, I think we think about peace and peace treaties, right? We're taught about world wars, you know, and, well, then there was peace. Right. And tr- <laughs> peace is not the same as a trade partnership. It's not the same as a helping each other out. It's just, a, okay, we're not going to fight you anymore. Right. Yeah, it's that, okay, we've agreed not to shoot at you. That's the peace. Where Jesus' peace is totally different. Or maybe there's some ignorance in my statement there, right? Because I do recognize that sometimes we talk about ceasefires and then you also talk about peace treaties. So maybe for somebody who knows what they're talking about with the political world, there is more to peace than just what I know about as a lay non-political actor. Well, in, in your history of being in the military, you know, your your definition and in, in reality of peace is a lot different than mine because you saw the opposite of peace, which was war. Yeah. Right? So to me, a peace did mean relief from that conflict uh, for a long, long time. Yeah. And I think people who are out there that, you know, don't have a peaceful home life or have had relationships that are not peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that idea of peace can, can mean some different things to different people. But as Christians, we go back to what does God mean about peace? Yeah. So I want to share a story here. When I was in the army, I had a had a drill sergeant. I was a drill sergeant. He was just an officer in my unit. Okay. And we were talking, and he was explaining to me how um, how his upcoming in the military uh, early on in his career, somebody had you know just challenged him to win an award, uh, best soldier on base or something like okay. that. And um, you know, he tried for months and months and months memorizing rules and what he couldn't do and just kind of all these limitations, right? And he avoided all those bad things and he just, he got close, but he never really just never made it. And so he went to this guy who challenged him and says, look, I'm really trying here. Um, you know, give me some coaching. What else can I do? And the guy, they, as they talked through it, one of the changes the guy asked him to make was, look, stop worrying so much about all the limitations of the rules. Start focusing on just stepping above and beyond just being a good soldier. Um, not that he should just do whatever he wanted, but you know, he knew enough about what not to do. Now okay. he needed to step out and just start working sure. on the, the good things. And I think we as Christians can do the same thing, right? We can get taught, caught up in what we don't do and how do we avoid conflict with Christ? How do we avoid conflict with our neighbors? How do we avoid conflict with our families, etc.? Whereas I think what Jesus is calling us to is this going beyond avoidance of bad things. That's what Christ Christian means in so many people's worlds, but that's not what being a Christian means according to the Bible. The Bible calls us to be, like you said a minute ago, imitators of Christ, little Christ. Right. And there is 
positive things within that. That's what the piece is. It goes beyond avoiding stuff. It goes into working out and bringing completeness and fulfillment to all these things that God's placed into our lives. When you talked about not sharing away from conflict, it's interesting. Um, I haven't done a word study on the word peacemakers, but um, Jesus does not say go into this world and avoid all conflict. <laughs> he says go and be peacemakers, which I'm sure if we brought in somebody that had to sit down at a table you know, and between two countries and try to put together a peace deal. Yeah. That is not an easy task. Or if you have ever had to deal with conflict resolution <laughs> parents with parents, <laughs> or if you're in HR or a manager of somebody or um, even doing some conflict resolution in your family life, um, it's, it's not easy. No, it, it is a hard job to try to get, conflict resolved in a peaceful to make whole right peace meaning to make whole right because you can i you know go back to the the tv sitcom the office you know <laughs> win 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 we all win <laughs> those of you that are fans of the office and conflict resolution is a great um episode episode there, yeah. there because it you know it's basically one you know, they're trying to get everybody to 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 be made whole but only actually one person comes out ahead and everybody else is just frustrated and that's what can happen yeah is one person basically walks away and is satisfied and the other person isn't. But peace is about making whole. Mm -hmm. And on this side of heaven, there we are going to get to be a part of that in limited capacities. Mm -hmm. But as for a worldly peace to be made whole, that doesn't come until Jesus comes back. Yeah. And that's Completely. what we were asking a minute ago. Does, is Jesus not <laughs> right. the peacemaker, but he is because he came the first time to bring our spiritual peace and to give us um, freedom from the bondage of sin, from the, I say the bondage of sin, but the penalty of sin, as well as the bondage of our daily sin and kind of bring us into this new covenant with him and the spiritual life. Right. And Jesus has made us, made peace with us, with God. Yeah. He's made He's us made whole. whole. He's right. made us whole. Yeah. Exactly. And so as, as we go to out into the world, whether that's your, you know, family life, um, work life, whatever that looks like, we have been made whole and we're called to go and make whole around mm -hmm. us. Again, we're going to mess that up and we've got to go and repent and ask the Holy Spirit to keep working right. on us. And it is never going to be, we're never going to be completely at peace with everyone until Jesus calls us home or, or comes back. Yeah. But God is sovereign over all that, and that's a comfort to me in those moments where I, you know, try to work, you know, work out my faith with fear and trembling, and I mess something up, or, mm -hmm. or I just, you know, have a bad day and just get out of focus or whatever, and, and you sin more than on other days or whatever. I don't know right. kind of how you want to measure that, but in those moments, it is comforting to remember that Jesus is sovereign over all of these things, and He takes everything, my mistakes and my works and he filters them through himself and um you know, he works all those things together for good and i love him and that's a promise that is applied to me uh, as well as the work that i do he's going to accomplish his will through my hands so if you're listening it's advent the challenge is be a peacemaker as you go throughout the advent season yeah and, into... and i think just do your best and god's gonna use it yeah and again like we talked about in hope it's it's continuing to go to God and say, God, help me send your Holy Spirit to help me bring peace. Just like you brought peace and bring peace in my life. 
help me to be an imitator of that God. You know, Paul talks mm-hmm. about being imitators of Christ. Help me imitate that in my life. What is it? What does it mean uh, to be peaceful? And so that's a challenge of peace and in the Advent season. So next week is what? Joy. Joy. Yep. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> that's the pink candle. When you're looking at the candles on Sunday morning, that's the pink candle. That's the, the, the third candle um, in Advent. So yeah, that's right. uh, come back and join us um, next time for joy.